listeners. Welcome back. This is Robin Wong, and you are listening to VegHead Speaks, my podcast about all things plant-based eating. Uh, as many of you may know, I've been plant-based for, oh gosh, eight or nine years now, and it's been a, a work in progress. Uh, I, like many people that learn, start going plant-based and are learning the ropes, I've, I've had pitfalls, I've had successes, and uh, and that's what this podcast is about. It's basically trying to help you navigate uh, your best path and maybe save you a few steps of, on the learning curve. Um, so that said, uh, here in California, spring has sprung and the warm weather is starting um, to happen and more and more people are getting outside. And with the warm weather comes more talk about dieting, losing weight. And while I'm um, a non-diet approach sort of gal, uh, diets diets are, well, are, are alive and healthy and going strong and people believe in them and everybody has their own way of doing it. So for example, I had, I've had a lot of broken stuff in my house and I had a repairman here the other day and he was telling me he's on a diet. And so, you know, not knowing what I do for a living or how I choose to eat, I, you know, he's, I asked him a few questions and he starts sharing with me kind of his approach to, to, to losing weight, which I'm always interested in hearing what people have to say, because like I said, it's a very individual thing and people have their own ideas about, about food. And I, what I've learned uh, on my road to becoming a dietitian and, and getting my master's degree in nutritional science is that there's no really convincing people so <laughs> to change how they think about things. So, so I just listened and, and, and I use it as kind of a fact-finding mission because what he tells me, it lets me realize how other people are thinking and how they approach, um, approach their, their food intake, which I find fascinating. So his approach was to cut out all sugars, not a bad plan, but he you know, we just celebrated St. Patrick's Day and he went into great lengths and described to me the corned beef, beef um, cab, or meat that he cooked. And, and uh, you know, I didn't have the heart to tell him that I don't, I don't do meat, but, um, you know, but he filled up on that, which, and he told me he had, he had lost seven pounds in a week just by cutting out sugar and, and beer. So I was like, okay, well, that's, that's awesome. Good for you. Are you feeling better? And, and he said he was, and you know, he fixed my dishwasher and off he went, but it made me start thinking, um, you know, about what I wanted to share with my, my listeners. And I, cause I know weight loss is, is a, is a very, um, prevalent topic in our society, uh, for many reasons to look better, uh, being one to, to, you know, get into the, the, the cute clothes you want to wear. And for others, it's because your doctor's telling you that uh, weight loss will help your health. Um, and, you know, you know, along with uh, greater weight comes, you know, diabetes and cardiovascular disease risk. So I know for some people, that's their concern. But I can tell you eating plant-based is, is pretty easy. And it often comes with some weight loss if you adhere to it. However, I've got to say that for some people eating plant-based, they still um, maybe hit a plateau on their weight loss. And I learned of this when I attended a recent lecture 
Um, and I've actually been attending a couple different plant-based lectures and uh, people have shared with, you know, with me and um, then a lot of the lecturers talking about it, they talked a lot about um, calorie density. So what that tells me is that it's still a topic that needs to be discussed. And so I, that's what I want to bring to you today. Um, so if you're on this uh, path, whether or not you are really adhering to and embracing the lifestyle of plant-based eating, whole food plant-based eating, um, and there's now a new acronym NIM, that I just became aware of when I was at another conference back in Cleveland. It's the um, WFPBNO, <laughs> and that's whole foods, plant-based, no oil um, uh, approach to eating. And so I think that's a, um, an interesting, um, I, I actually a very critical distinction because um, as I've talked about in other podcasts, uh, oil adds nothing but calories. So let's just boil it down. Let's go back to what a calorie is. Cal calories are a way of measuring um, fuel and we eat food to fuel our bodies. And so, you know, scientists like to measure that sort of thing. And what does it take to fuel a certain body and how many calories do you need to kind of keep your body alive? And it gets really technical fast. But what we just need to know is kind of every body uses fuel differently and it's based on how much you move. It's based on how your body processes food. It's based on your kind of body composition. If you're more muscular, you might need, you know, higher calories um, it's a very individual thing, but the point being is that if you eat more calories than you burn or your body's using, you will store them. It's a, it's a defense mechanism for your body to stay alive, right? So, you know, people have a layer of fat. I mean, it's, it's helps protect your organs and, 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 uh, you know, if you miss a meal, it kind of keeps you going, but in our, in our society, um, many people have, um, too much of a layer of fat, okay, which leads to the obesity um, uh, epidemic that everybody keeps talking about. And, you know, you don't probably need that much to store. It just adds um, risk to your health for some people, not everyone. People that maybe are carrying extra weight can have perfect numbers, you know, and, and would argue this. If, if you go uh, read some of the health at every size um, literature, you know, there's a lot to be said about that. So, you know, it's tough because you make the you make these blanket statements and then people get up in arms. But, you know, from a public health perspective, um, you can kind of say that overall excess weight on people at the obese, um, you know, and higher overweight and higher range um, tend to be an indicator for health risks. Let's just leave it at that. So I can get mired down on that, but let's move on uh, talking about calorie density because when you're eating foods, um, you know, there's, they're measured in calories and, and, and their energy is measured in calories. So, you know, you hear a lot about, oh, people need 2000 calories a day. Well, that's, you know, on average, some smaller people might need less some bigger people might need more, but they just give you a standard. So, and I know I've talked about this in other podcasts, but 
Today, I bring it up just because I think it's um, even in the plant-based way of eating, there's a spectrum. Okay. So, you know, it's, it's eating uh, vegetables. They're very low calorie and very nutrient dense. You'll hear these terms of calorically dense, calorically rich, meaning they have more calories in them. And then you'll have a nutrient dense are nutrient rich, meaning they have a lot of nutrients in it. And vegetables fall on the end of the spectrum that have high nutrients, low calories. On the other end of the spectrum, if you are you know looking at maybe a possible a, a number line of something, on the other end of the spectrum or you know um, continuum, you have foods that still have a lot of nutrients and are considered plant-based, but they also have a lot of calories. So in that group, you would have, say, the nuts. You know, your nuts offer you a lot of things. They offer you fibers and they, you know, they offer you vitamins and um, they have what people tend to call the good fats. Um, and so people that tend start on this plant-based process, they start eating a lot more nuts, thinking they need the protein and they need the fats. And, and, and they're getting those things, but they're also getting a lot of calories. And so when you're eating foods that, um, you know, it's really easy to overindulge, um, anyone that's eaten a handful of nuts and then look at what a, a serving size is for nuts goes, Oh my gosh, there's no way I could just eat one, you know, a quarter cup of nuts that, you know, cause you eat like three or four times that much amount possibly in a sitting. So if you're, um, concerned about your calorie intake, that's one area you can look at how many nuts are you eating? And maybe instead of eating them just to, um, you know, as a snack or um, use them more as a, a flavoring, maybe I sprinkle them over your oatmeal instead of eating them by the handfuls by themselves, put them in something so you'll reduce it. You know, honestly, uh, I think, um, Dr. Esselstyn, who wrote How to Prevent and Reverse Heart Disease, uh, he he believes if you already have cardiovascular disease, you should have zero, zero oil. And I think he allowed his patients maybe like one walnut a day or something like that. It was just craziness. And, and he is really strict because you already have the disease and oil is your enemy, okay? And that's why you get the whole foods, plant-based, uh, no oil Um you know, kind of subgroup because you already have the disease. You want to reverse it or stop it in its tracks and oils contributes to that. So that's something to consider. Uh, secondly, on that continuum where you go from, um, you know, uh, low calorie to high calorie in the plant-based uh, continuum, you also have uh, grains and food, you know, breads and, and pastas and all those things, you know, you're buying the whole whole grain pasta, you tell me, and that's awesome. That's a great switch, but it's still a processed food. Okay. So any, you know, the, the flour and bread products, just know that they're just higher in your calorie density. Um, and they're lower in satiety. So meaning that, um, you can eat uh, bread and it fills your stomach up less than if you ate a big bowl of salad that fills your stomach up more. Not try to get that visual, you know, of leafy greens. They're really high in water and they're really kind of, you know, 
think of them as fluffy almost. And that's what happens in your stomach. They, they you know, kind of fill the space, whereas um, drier foods such as uh, breads and I would even lump um, dried fruit for all of its goodness um, is, is another high calorie food. And all the water has been taken out. If you, you know, if you ate the apple versus eating a dried apple, you could eat three apples dried versus eating a full on. It'd be pretty, you know, you know, one, three apples would really fill you up. Does that make sense? Um, so that's what I'm trying to get across is, is the whole satiety in your stomach. And um, the other thing that uh, people tend to do when they become plant based is I hear this all the time is people said, okay, so I, I should be doing a smoothie every morning. And it's like, yeah, if you really like that to me, I find smoothies, uh, a lot of work. Uh, I would rather just pick up the fruit and eat it than to put it all in this blended thing and then, you know, blend it all up. And then I got to wash the blender and put it in a cup, you know, and then, you know, I mean, if that's the only way you can get your fruits and vegetables and, and I, you know, when I do them for, for the kids, I'd always throw in vegetables too. And, and they're kind of fun for a treat. And if it's hot out or something like that, it, my go-to is, is not a smoothie because it just, I find it an effort to have to get my blender out and stuff like that. But um, if that's the only way you can get, you know, stomach eating spinach, then by all means do that. But just know that when you you know, emulsify or blend or puree something, you're kind of disrupting all the fiber in, in that, in that fruit and vegetable. And, um, again, it's a whole satiety thing, you know, whereas you're, if you're eating it whole and it goes through the whole process of being broken down in your stomach, um, you know, you're basically blending it and doing your stomach's work for it. So it takes more of it to fill your stomach up. I find that with eating yogurt, uh, some people are really big into eating yogurt and, you know, I, I, and the soy yogurt is great. It, it does have high sugar in it. Um, you know, you can make your own and the Instapot has a yogurt setting and it takes like 14 hours and it's not sweetened. I actually do use that and I mix it with, when I make my, um, uh, untuna type sandwich spread, I make that yogurt, but people are really big into yogurt and, I, I just don't feel it, fi- it fills you up. And so if you're going to eat it, I mean, put some uh, granola or something in it to kind of give it a little more substance. But um, but then th- th- that again, I mean, so you think about cereals, let's go there. So grape nuts, I just heard this in one of the lectures, you know, grape nuts, yeah, they're plant-based, but they're processed. They're, they're not, they're not a whole food, you know, and if you, you'd be better off eating your, um, your oatmeal, which has been processed, but processed less. Okay. So it's just like splitting hairs and it's really not an issue if you're not worried about calorie density, but if, if you are eating this way, A for health and B for weight loss or vice versa. Um, this is some of the things you need to be aware of. And, you know, the idea between not dieting, um, you know, is, is having a regimented plan, uh, you know, that the dietitians used to give out. I, I mean, I'm not really for that, but choosing better foods and not restricting yourself, um, you know, just making an informed choice, I guess, is the question. It's like, okay, I could, 
I could blend that apple or I could just eat the apple. Ah, it saves time just to eat the apple um, or berries or whatever it might be. So um, that would definitely fill you up. Um, a few other things are like uh, just liquid calories in general. Um, I heard a lecture last summer, um, uh, Dr. Tom Campbell tell people, don't drink your liquids. I mean, don't drink your calories. I'm sorry, you have to drink a liquid, but don't drink your calories. Uh, a lot of people get, they really consume way more calories than they think um, by drinking fruit juice. Yes, it's plant-based, but it's also, um, you know, low satiety. And also, um, you know, it's, it's just, uh, it adds calories. And that goes for vegetable juices and even your non-dairy milks. Um, I personally use non-dairy milk uh, a little bit on my oatmeal sometimes, but typically I make my oatmeal thin enough, I don't need it. And then I'll use it in stuff. I, I never, I, even with regular cow's milk, I never drank a glass of milk. Um, it just wasn't my thing. And so I never really liked it. So the same thing holds true for drinking um, non, non-dairy plant-based milk, you know, or plant-based milks. Um, you're adding, you're adding calories. So just remember that, um, you know, that's a lot of calories you're drinking. And if you're watching your calories or being conscious of them, that's kind of a hidden way that people get them. Um, another, just, so just, just know that there's higher fat foods and those are your dried fruits, your nuts, your seeds, your oils, and in that falls your breads and bagels and tortillas, even if they're whole grain. The only saving grace is that they are whole grain and they're giving you a lot more fiber than, uh, you know, those other products would, the similar products would. And um, and just, you know, if you want to cut down on that, just, just know that that's where your calories are coming from. So with that said, um, like I said, Jeff Novick, he's a, um, a plant-based dietitian. And he had these 10 factors of many of which I've read to you, um, I'm sharing with you that um, he had written about. Uh, uh, the other thing he does talk about is hyper palatable food or palatable foods. So foods that are that taste really, really good typically have um, they're over salted, over sweetened and or over sauced. So they, those are the examples would be cookies and cakes and pastries. Okay. And most people won't, you know, even though they could be plant-based, um, like you can go buy an apple pie, um, and, and it's made with vegetable oils and then it has, you know, the, the crust is, and then it has the sweetened filling and it, it's plant-based, but it's, it's not low calorie and it's refined. So, you know, having it once in a while, if it's just a treat, I guess go for it. But how often are you doing that? That's what you have to ask yourself. Is it really uh, something that I'm only doing on occasion or is it a weekly? Is it a daily? Is it an hourly thing? And, um, you know, what is your ultimate goal? That's what you have to kind of look at is my ultimate goal to just really avoid the saturated fats. And I don't really want to need to lose weight. And I'm not interested in, in that, then it's fine for you. But it's a very personal um, you know, goal that whatever it is you have. Um, yeah. And then, then just remember that uh, anything 
super processed like oils adds a lot of calories and you'd be surprised um, where, where those, those calories lurk. So flowers and oils and um, sweeteners are typically your higher um, caloric things. You know, you'll see a lot of recipes, uh, especially because, you know, people like sweets and you'll see a lot of vegan or plant-based recipes for baked goods. And they're, they're really, um, they really plan the fact that they're using organic, you know, sugar or raw sugar that's, you know, not, it's still processed sugar cane, or they'll use maple syrup or um, aguave, you know, anything to not be like, because, you know, white sugar is the enemy for so many people. They're still sweeteners and they're still high calorie. And, um, you know, so pick your, pick your battles. I mean, if, if you, you feel better that you're, um, avoiding white sugar then, and you personally, your body feels better avoiding it, then by all means substitute something else in, um, you know, at least with maple syrup, um, you might get a little bit of the mapley flavor. And, and I just had a friend, I saw a video, uh, of them up in, uh, they're up in one of those really cold States, Michigan or Wisconsin or one of those, and they were tapping the trees and and getting this the doing syrup. It's it looked like great fun. They you know had all their gear on and out and I mean I'm not a cold weather person. But they made it look really fun. Uh, I was like I kind of like to try that. And you know if if it can't, you know if that's something you do then and use it then by all means do it. So it's your life. It's your it's your food. Do do what's best for you. Um, I, we're, I'm just here to kind of not to police you, just to give you information and give you things to think about on, you know, how you might make uh, choices that are better for your health. So with that said, uh, that's pretty much all I had for you. I look forward to your comments and I hope the calorie density um, makes sense. So um, it's on a spectrum. Now, if if you know you're eating, um, I, I, I was going to sign off, but I think I'll just add this in really quick. Is so, for example, if you're eating meat, um, this is uh, you're you're getting um, iron and you're getting some other nutrients. You're getting zero fiber. You're getting a lot of saturated fat, which is bad for your heart health. And um, and so you know, you, and you're getting a lot of protein, more protein than you actually need per serving. Um, and, uh, and the problem is people eat meat like all through the day and you probably could just live with, you know, one small serving if you really wanted to get your protein, but, um, you're not getting much bang for your buck, uh, calorie wise, um, for that meal. So, compared to a plant-based meal where you're eating more vegetables, where you're getting all the antioxidants and um, all the nutrients and vitamins and fiber, 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 which is such, you know, such a big deal for our colon health. And, um, and you get filled up. So you're not hungry as, you know, you might, some people they might be hungry sooner, but um, you know, the time being, you, you don't eat as much at that meal and you might eat more, I mean, this depends. I, I have some kids that they're, they're hungry, like every couple hours, it seems like, and it's like, you're hungry again, we just fed you. So that's a very personal thing too, of how quickly you need, you, know, you want to eat again. The beauty with plant-based eating is you can, you know, eat and eat and eat. I mean, um, that's why I like it. I kind of, 
uh, eat, eat all day, it seems like. So that said, I hope you're having a great day and I um, welcome your comments. As always, you can follow me on Instagram. Uh, I've been posting kind of what I've been cooking. I have had um, a little bit of time in the kitchen this weekend. I'm going to be shooting a video with uh, um, my daughter's uh, Chinese lion, Mei Shui. I'm giving Mei Shui a um, cooking lesson, so that should be interesting. It should be up on my, uh, up on my website, uh, veghead-speaks.com, uh, after a couple of days, after we get it all uh, edited. And then um, I'll try to – I haven't been very good about getting recipes. I'm terrible with recipes, so I don't really like posting them, but um, I'll try to get some more stuff up on the blog. Uh, again, have a good day, and thanks for listening.